is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. The best way to support the show is by going to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Click the Support Our Arts button, which takes you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally will, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will then use to hire a skywriter to write Skeeter's name in the sky. And then maybe she'll see it. Maybe she'll see it and be like, oh, it's me. And then, I don't know, contact the... The skywriter? Maybe we should have, like... Have them skywriter email address too. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have we're gonna hire a skywriter. She's gonna he or she is gonna write Skeeter's name in the sky and write our email, and that will help us. So please shop on Amazon. Yes. Please, 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 please. I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is up. The sky is clear. But all is lost when you aren't here. Where did you go? Where did you go? By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I'm Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. Skeeter was on Muppet Babies uh, all uh, eight seasons of Muppet Babies. Eight seasons. But uh, just as a baby... Mm-hmm. Um, we have not seen her as an adult. Mm-mm. We've seen all the other Muppet babies on that show as adults. Kermit. Yeah. Uh, Piggy. Gonzo. Fozzie the bear. Rolf the piano playing dog. Animal. The animal. <laughs> Bunsen and Beaker. Yeah. Scooter. But no Skeeter. Not his twin sister. Mm-hmm. We don't know where she is. So myself and Eileen O'Connell. Mary, Mary O'Connell. O'Connell <laughs> are watching... Every episode of Muppet Babies in to order. find clues in order because we don't know. That's where our investigation is beginning. Mm-hmm. Where it ends, we don't know. Hopefully, with Skeeter. Hopefully, with Skeeter in this recording studio yeah. telling me that she's fine and that she loves this podcast and loves me. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very personal <laughs> for you. Yeah, I just want to be her friend. I just want you know to find her and make sure she's like safe and happy. Yeah, it's okay if she's not. My friend, I understand you want that. You might not get that. I might not get that. Like, if, if she's safe and happy and doesn't want to be my friend, like, it would hurt a little bit, but it would still be good. I think it's still a victory. Yeah. It's just not the it's a sil- ultimate it's, victory. It's a silver medal. It's not the gold, <laughs> to speak in Olympic gymnastics terms. Which is Skeeter's dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are. We are on... Eileen, Mary O'Connell, this is the season two finale. It is. Um, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. We are still... Time has flown. And yeah. Time has flown, and we have really disappeared into this investigation. Yeah. We've quit our jobs as dolphin trainers. Yeah. I miss training those dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's the season two finale, and as always, we have a special guest with us to help on our... With our investigation, uh, joining us today, uh, writer, uh, author, uh, Ben Green. Welcome, Welcome, ben. ben. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much for helping us on this quest. I'm excited to be here and try to help. Now, uh, Ben, I should mention this right away. You are wearing today a Kermit the Frog jacket. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I'm a diehard Muppet fan. 
always have been. Uh, I was a huge on the Muppet Central message boards Ooh. Uh, Ooh. back in the early aughts. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. The Zero Zs. My name is on the back of the superhero scooter action figure under special thanks. Oh, my because gosh. Because I, I uh, spent so much time suggesting things to Palisades Toys who are making the action figure line. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. So I care about these Muppets a lot. Oh, wow. Um, so I would assume then that you were an avid viewer of Muppet Babies. Yes, I absolutely was. Uh, when was you watched this episode, the episode we'll be talking about today. Had you been watching it all recently or? I don't think I've seen Muppet. Like you, I haven't yeah. seen it in years. Yes, you know. Uh, I, seen it before you started this. Yes, it had been, before we started this, I had not seen Muppet Babies in years. Eileen, I forget, were you <laughs> watching never, it? We've never talked about how long it had been since before the show when I watched Muppet Babies. And um, maybe a year? A year? <laughs> maybe a year. I have, because I watched it a lot on TV and my mom would, would tape the episodes onto the VCR. And so I have these like these tapes of Muppet Babies on Nick Jr. with like the old commercials from Nick Jr. And sometimes... Sometimes you just have to watch that to treat yourself. <laughs> but then it became not a treat when we were mm-hmm. when but, you pointed out the Skeeter mystery. Yeah, uh, Ben, how aware were you like before this podcast that hey, there's this Muppet named Skeeter on the Muppet Baby, so I didn't see as an adult. It's a thing I thought about when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would go where where is this person and all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where's this you know rodent? What kind of animal is? Well, we she? don't know for sure. We think and hope she's a capybara. <laughs> yeah, where's this capybara? Yeah. Are we ready to move capybara into the fact category yet? I don't almost. know. I think um, let's put it in the in the almost fact board. Like right. really close. It's really close to being a fact. Yeah, there's still it's still up for debate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've I've always been a person who's been disconcerted when I character disappears uh i was upset when mr turner left boy meets world Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. many years yeah uh i i'm kind of curious where clifford is from muppets tonight Mm -hmm. Uh, oh yeah (gasps) that's a question for me be involved in this either as a victim or perpetrator or Mm -hmm. you know or just someone's going around stealing muppets maybe We, we might have to watch muppets tonight for some clues oh yeah when was the last time anyone saw Clifford? Was it Muppets Tonight, or has he been in anything since then? I bet he was in something since then. Probably some... He was probably in the background of something. Mm-hmm. I didn't he, see him at uh, when the Muppets took the bowl. I did not see Clifford. Yeah, I did not he's, see Clifford. He's not, I don't think, in the Muppets TV show that was on ABC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we're going to have to start Clifford Uriel. Clifford Uriel. Can my heart handle more? <laughs> I don't know. Do people want to find him? That's another question because <laughs> Skeeter has a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does Clifford. Um, listeners, uh, weigh in on our social media accounts. Tweet at us at Skeeterial if you want us to inver- further investigate the disappearance of Clifford. Yeah. Um, uh, Benny, you just mentioned like being on Muppet uh, message boards. Uh, was there like any any talk of Skeeter on there? Mm-hmm. 
Any 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 goss we should know? Yeah, any any skeet goss? Skeet goss. That's a great question. I'm sure there were a few people who that was their screen name. It was like Skeeter 301, uh, and they had her as their avatar. Ooh. Uh, why but, 301? Yeah, why 301? What does that mean? Man, so this is another thing that we might have to investigate. Oh. We might have to go to that message board. Okay. Uh, I can try to log. Uh, last time I tried to log in. It looked like they had voided my account for some reason. Uh, it's Ooh. still there. Like, I can log in. I'm Foreign Man was my name. Oh, I was about to ask that. But what was your avatar? Um, it was the robot Mama from uh, Muppets, the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to that episode. Mama could play any song in the universe. And oh. It's, yeah, I think it was a, a tool that Kermit used in an episode. Oh, that sounds kind of familiar. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I saw it, but it's been a while. And it used it ended up being packaged with a Julia Strange pork action figure. Um, <laughs> so, oh wow! Is there any Skeeter ac- action figure? Are there? There's. Well, I think. Do you guys know anything about whether there's been a Muppet Babies action figure line at any point? There weren't. It wasn't an action figure line, but I had like little mini toys of them. I don't know if they were like McDonald's toys or something, or like some like Fisher Price knockoff. But I definitely had like the whole gang. Yeah, as a kid. that sounds about right. Yeah, like a Happy Meal thing sounds like it yeah. could have been a thing. Hmm. I bet there was a Skeeter there. I bet there was. Hmm. Maybe not though. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I mean. Yeah. I'm weeping. Yeah. You've, I'm weeping I mean, so I've much. I'm weeping quite a bit. You've mentioned corporate uh, interference in other episodes. It could be that McDonald's is part of this. Oh, my god. Maybe McDonald's does want someone promoting fitness because Ooh, yeah. that's against their, their food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, when Star Wars Force Awakens came out, they didn't want uh, there to be that many Ray toys because mm-hmm. uh, they thought because she's a girl mm-hmm. so oh. maybe McDonald's was like well we know Miss Piggy's a sensation she's huge <laughs> yeah. but is Skeeter going to do well mm-hmm. who's going to want this maybe we'll have just the Muppet Babies for boys and we'll have Barbies for girls yeah they would sometimes do that you know the, Hot Mc- Wheels. the McDonald's the McDonald Land characters I think there's this one female McDonald Land character yes yeah. a birdie mm-hmm She's a beautiful bird. A beautiful bird. <laughs> um, then you just have Ronald McDonald, Grimace, Hamburglar, mm-hmm. Mayor McCheese, mm-hmm. Big Mac, mm-hmm. all men. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's are sexist. And, do you guys, and it, it feels weird that the one character is so attractive that like the one like they couldn't just like give a sort of an interesting personality, but it's all about her sex appeal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the Hamburglar. <laughs> the right. Hamburglar sexy. Very... Oh, the new one. Yeah. But you um, put the old one? I think the old one. <laughs> the, uh, the Originally known as the Lone Jogger. Whoa. Really? Fun fact, yeah. I like that. He cares about exercise. Yeah. It looked the same. It was, I guess a Lone Jogger in the 70s was code for someone who steals things. Like hearts. Like hearts. <laughs> My heart. That's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, anyway, should we... Uh, Get to recapping this episode. Yeah, let's recap this episode. Season two finale. Season two finale. This episode is entitled, uh, When You Wish Upon a Muppet. 
it's a it's a play on a, a song title. Mm-hmm. What uh, what song? Yeah, what song? Um, I believe it's a bippity boppity boo. Oh, yes, that makes I like sense. that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good song. All right, uh, <laughs> episode. The episode starts with Kermit and Piggy pretending to be at a carnival. Piggy convinces Kermit to play a game and win her a prize. Rolf, as a carnival barker, barker, there's something. It's Rolf. Whoa. um, Invites them to play a game, toss a ring around the weirdo's nose, which is Gonzo, and win a prize. Kermit agrees to play, and Rolf asks Animal for a drum roll. Uh, So he climbs inside a drum and rolls away. Uh, Kermit tosses a ring, and it bounces all around the nursery, but somehow lands on Gonzo's nose, and Kermit wins. Piggy asks for a prize, but Rolf doesn't seem to have one. Uh, but Gonzo says her prize is a kiss from him. Uh, so he puckers uh, up, but instead Piggy takes the ring and ties it around Gonzo's face. And Gonzo says, uh, she tied my nose. I think this means we're engaged. Yes. Oh. Uh, you're already seeing hot off the gate Piggy's violent <laughs> tendencies, mm-hmm. which are real. I mean, she's taking Gon- one of Gonzo's body parts and literally tying it in knots, which could put a person in the hospital for yeah. months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is... Her her anger with Gonzo is not unwarranted, mm-hmm. certainly. This is... No. Another classic example of Gonzo just being thirsty for her kisses. No, yeah. but it just it's not the right... Resp- you know, she should have... Uh, you know, put in a file, like filed (laughs) assault with nanny. Yeah. Uh, Go through the proper steps that you have to do to document these things. Now she's instigating herself. Mm -hmm. But then again, nanny uh, has always been just not, not helpful. So I don't know how, even though nanny is a, is a woman like piggy, would nanny, bother to follow through on a harassment complaint. That's true. And like You're could right. you like I if I were in Piggy's shoes, I wouldn't be comfortable telling Nanny anything. She hasn't earned that with me. <laughs> yeah. She's not a trusted source. No. I you guys make great points. <laughs> Piggy is in a tough spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's also this came out in the nineties or was it the late eighties? Eighties. Yeah, late eighties. So people mid late. Uh, so women were still being silenced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they still are today, but even more so. Yeah. I mean, this was after the movie Nine to Five came out, mm-hmm. but that movie did not end sexism like I, I thought it would have. I thought it would have, too. Yeah. I mean, they all like put Dabney Coleman in his place, but women like Miss Piggy still have to fight off uh, creeps like Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> I'm crying. It's 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 very and then and Gonzo also like he likes Piggy's abuse. He it's does. just so twisted. Yeah, he thought that it meant that they were engaged. That's not how you get engaged. Mm-mm. It's not. <laughs> oh, ben, you're you're married. Yeah, I'm saying to you <laughs> when you're enga- yeah. when you're engaged. Did did, did your did Madeline tie anything around your face? Yeah, did she tie any of your, your facial body parts? It was nothing like that. Oh, huh. Uh, and when people have done that to me in the past, I've never thought it meant engagement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. So, I, I mean, it seems like 
Gonzo might just be trying to, you know, follow some sort of normative behavior to cover up his chicken lust, mm-hmm. that which oh. is what he's like really feeling inside. So he's Ooh. like really boasting, like, oh, you know, I I, I love pigs as much as the next <laughs> frog, you know. Right, that's that's a normal thing. Yeah, to be attracted thing. to a pig in this world, <laughs> which is our world, which is our world. <laughs> <laughs> but being attracted to a chicken is seen as being weird. Yeah, when mm-hmm. you're a baby. When you're a baby. <laughs> Only when you're a baby. Yeah. And you know, I mean, we give Gonzo a lot of, a lot of, baby Gonzo a lot of grief on this show. Mm-hmm. Adult Gonzo seems to be much more well-adjusted. He owns his weirdness more. Yeah. He is. He's, he's coming to his own. And he's committed to Camilla. Yeah. Committed to Camilla. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. It does. <laughs> uh, but, uh. This is kind of the short beginning of the episode. No Skeeter in this Mm-mm. in this part yet. Um, but Ben is where we do see Piggy's violent tendencies, which, as always, could be something that comes into play. Mm-hmm. I'm underlining her name on the board again. Yeah. It's like 57 underlines. It's a, it's a Thank you. Underlines. Can you put a star by it, too? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Next on the episode... Kermit and Piggy go to Scooter and Skeeter, who run a game called Hit the Bear with a, t- with a Tomato Bullet. Piggy urges Kermit to win her a prize, but he doesn't want to throw a tomato at Fozzie. But Scooter says they made it so he'll want to throw the tomato. So Kermit plays. Fozzie comes out and tells a joke. You know, you know what you get when you cross a chicken with peanut butter? You get a chicken that sticks to the roof of your mouth. Kermit says it wasn't such a bad joke. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> and doesn't want to throw the tomato. So Fozzie tries another one. Why did the apple kiss the banana? Because it had a peel. Kermit still can't throw the tomato. But Fozzie walks over, trips, and falls into, t- into the tomato on his own. Piggy says she should get a prize. But Skeeter says, no way, Piggy. You're supposed to throw the tomato at the bear. And not throw the bear at, at the tomato. Next, Animal comes out with a box and shouts, win prize. Piggy thinks Animal's too young to make up his own game, but Animal demonstrates by taking a fishing pole and fishing items from the box. Piggy says there's nothing in the box except stuff Nanny was throwing away, but Kermit says they'll pretend they're great prizes. A lot. That was a lot. That just happened. A lot going on. I I guess first we should... uh, Rank Fozzie's two jokes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's incredibly important to this investigation. Understanding how good or not good Fozzie's jokes could yeah. help us find Skeeter. I think that helped, like, that's helped us the most. Yeah. I don't know how, but it has. Yeah. Just emotionally. That roof of the mouth joke, I didn't think was very good. I liked Did, it. Can you explain to me what you liked about it? <laughs> um... Uh, I, I like a good crisp joke, just like a quick, just like it's <laughs> I, I, maybe, done. <laughs> maybe I'm too dumb. I don't think I understand the joke. Oh. I think okay, let's... Peanut, uh, I feel like any food would stick to the roof of your mouth. What does it have to do with it being chicken? That it's, well, it's peanut butter. It's your, what, okay, let's, let's just... Re- let's, let's review. Re- let's re- review, review this the joke. <clears throat> you know what you get when you cross a chicken with peanut butter? You get a chicken that sticks to the roof of your mouth. Now, peanut butter, guys... <laughs> It's classically a food that gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. Yeah. It's just kind of an anti-joke. It's just a statement oh, of a it's fact. An, it's an anti-joke. Yeah, I like it. Is it? I like it. It's, it's, it's I, think it's, I don't think it's intended to be an anti-joke. It's not like, but it's just like, it's just like, oh, it's a statement. It's what, I mean, I just think if I put this joke in a script that Madeline would say it was soft. 
She says a lot of my jokes uh, are soft. Oh, she says maybe it I, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I like soft jokes. You might maybe. love my scripts. <laughs> Send them to yeah. me. Maybe I'm going to stop going to Madeline and start mm-hmm. saying them to you. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is great. <laughs> but but you, you, even though you, it reminds you of your own jokes, Ben, is that what you're saying? No, I just think that they're both, both these jokes are in the category of soft, what Madeline would call soft. Uh, hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't think this peanut butter joke was that great either. Nice. <sighs> because um, it lacks, it, it lacks... You know, like a real punch, right? It just, it just seems, it just seems forced. I would say, or, or not forced. I'm not sure which one, but I still just don't understand what it's a play on. Whereas the banana joke, it has appeal. It's a pun. the word appealing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm bored with the the banana joke. I like. I will say, I like the banana joke better. Yeah. I don't know. I think sometimes when Fozzie starts telling a joke, I'm like ready for like a pun or like an uh, but then it was just like, oh, it gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. And I was like, ha ha, Fozzie. <laughs> Strangely, that second joke is what turns Kermit and has him. I mean, he he's still not going to throw it at him, but Kermit starts to, you know, that leads to him saying uh, Fozzie could be the worst joke teller in the <laughs> world, uh, which is kind of mean. But he still won't throw a tomato. I still at him. won't throw a tomato at him because he still he's my says good it. friend. Yeah, even though he's terrible at jokes, mm-hmm. is what Kermit is saying. Yeah, it's like it's like backhanded, not even a compliment. Mm-hmm. It's it's like when like you're wearing a new dress and a girl's like, I don't have the confidence to pull that off. Is that a compliment or are you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't wear dresses. Mm. <laughs> you don't. I can verify that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also thought it was interesting that uh, Fozzie was willingly in this situation where he had to, like, he knew he had to tell a bad joke and get a tomato thrown at him. That was the game. And he kept doing it. He's like, well, maybe this one will work and get you to throw a tomato at me. You know, I, th- I think... I think it was, and this is the sort of classic comedian mentality. It's uh, it's all about stage time. Yeah, he's got to get those ten thousand hours in. Comedians will put up with some awful stuff for stage time, like like bringer shows, mm-hmm. or you know, drink minimum kind of things. Mm-hmm. And in Fozzie's case, doing a show where you'll likely get hit with tomatoes mm-hmm. at a carnival. Yes, that's very interesting. <laughs> he just loves being on stage. He does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mancer just shook his head. No. <laughs> um, we do have Skeeter in this segment. Yeah, we see Skeeter for the first time in this episode. Um, not doing much. It's really doing not. Much. I mean, Running Skeeter up. is standing up to Piggy. Yeah, like, that's the, true. You guys true. have seen this theme throughout a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. that Skeeter is often the voice trying to. Say no, Piggy, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Piggy, be quiet. Yeah, and you gotta think that this is like messing with her over time. Yeah, uh, this is not the pig you want to make angry. Mm-mm. Yeah, how long can Skeeter keep her in line before the line snaps? Yeah, and this is, and we'll see as this episode goes. But this is Piggy at some of her worst behavior. I think as yeah. we'll see towards the end of this. I'm underlining her name again. Yeah. This is this season two finale is a big episode, I'd say. Oh yeah. 
A it's lot, a big episode in a lot of ways. Of huge things happen. I will say that this was the episode that, as a child, made me realize that Skeeter was missing as an adult. Oh. I will say that right now. I think You'll I know why. why. I think I know why. I think it's clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be very clear when we get to that part. Yeah. But for all yeah. of you listening who haven't watched the episode, buckle up. Yeah, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Hey, Eileen? Uh, yeah, yeah, Matt? Um, I was just thinking about how, you know, how looking for Skeeter is very stressful, and Ugh, I think... Tell me about it. Um, but, uh, you can, uh, you can take a break from that. Wait, Anyone what? can. Anyone can get their minds off of this investigation, temporarily, of course. Well, how, how do you go about doing that, man, sir? Um, well, uh, you can sign up for an HBO subscription on Amazon.com. Wait. Are you telling me that there'd be unlimited access to addictive dramas, hilarious comedies, movies, and so much more? Yeah, and <laughs> oh my goodness, you can start your seven-day free trial today at BoardWalkAudio.com slash HBO. Are you telling me that for only $14.99 a month after a trial, I could have unlimited access to all these things? Yes, you can have unlimited access to anything on HBO <laughs> for only $14.99 a month. HBO! HBO. <laughs> BoardWalkAudio.com slash Amazon HBO. Now back to Skeeterial. Back to Skeeterial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we go to the next part of the episode? Yeah, what happens next in the episode? All right. So uh, uh, Kermit fishes in you know, Animal's Fishing Prize Game and pulls out something that looks like a magic lamp. Rolf explains that it might be the kind of lamp that you rub and a magic genie comes out. Scooter says genies can make wishes come true. Uh, Rolf reads from a book, uh, possibly Aladdin, uh, and says the genie is supposed to grant you one wish. Uh, Piggy rubs the lamp. An animal emerges, just from behind the couch, not from the lamp, but dressed as a genie. Uh, Piggy says uh, she wishes to travel around the world in a big boat. Animal says, Alakablam! and smashes two erasers together to make the wish come true. The babies imagine they're on a Titanic-like ship with Kermit escorting Piggy. Captain Rolf tells first mate Fozzie to prepare to dock, but Fozzie loses control of the ship and it lands and races through the streets of New York. Uh, Fozzie finally comes to a stop and drops, and drops anchor on the street, where police officer Skeeter sees the boat and gives it a ticket. She says, Can't you read the sign? No boat parking. Uh, then Gonzo and Scooter, uh, in a tow truck, tow the boat away. Piggy says, Skeeter, you ruined my wish. Uh, back in the nursery, we, we see Scooter and Gonzo on a tricycle trying to tow away the couch. Yikes. Wow. Now, mm. if you go into about seven minutes into this episode and you look at that anchor falling, it just barely misses hitting Skeeter. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it was scary. It's a terrifying moment. Mm-hmm. I was very frightened while watching this on YouTube. Could that have been something that, like, later in life, could an anchor maybe did not miss Skeeter? Oh, no. It just seems like somebody's already trying to get her. Ah. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, you know, it's it's Ralph and Fozzie who are driving the boat, right? Yeah. But Miss Piggy's the one who says, like, very shortly after, you you ruined my wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Just blaming Skeeter. Left and right. Mm-mm. Yeah, 
I mean, it's really, I mean, she doesn't blame Fozzie. He's the one who lost control of the boat and drives his boat into New York City. Mm -hmm. Causing ostensibly billions of dollars of damage. (laughs) Yeah. And we also saw when the boat's on the streets, we see, like, people just scattering, running for their lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Skeeter's right to ticket that boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, she was an officer of the law, which, authority figure, first of all, she was doing her job. Yeah, Yeah. she was doing her job. She was doing her job and doing it well. One of the uh, strangest attacks on the city has happened in years. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is, people are going to be in therapy for (laughs) decades. We don't see anybody get hit. Mm -mm. But. Yeah, it appears that everyone was safe, but it's scary. But just by a, yeah. It's really scary. Yeah. Could Skeeter be a police officer? Oh. I mean, I don't think we've seen her sort of pretend to be a police officer before. This Mm -mm. maybe a new interest for her? Maybe. And and you kind of see their insights coming out. One person wanting to stand up for justice as a police officer. Another person wanting to go on a rampage through a city. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not person. Pig. Yeah. Still. Mm-hmm. I just want to also point out something that Skeeter says at this point. We, she, you know, she says, hey, can't you read the sign? You know, I thought, you know, maybe she's talking to the Muppets, but maybe she's talking to us. Can't you read the signs? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the like signs. A, it's that, sort of like a Twin Peaks appeal. Yeah. Oh. That would make more sense because we can read, but they're babies. Babies can't read. Oh, yeah, but it just, I, I meant to point this out, but... In this part where they're finding the genie and Rolf is looking through this book, Rolf appeared to be reading. That's true. Well, he can read music, I assume. So maybe he can also read words. Maybe he's the one that can read words, (laughs) (laughs) as you just said. And the last episode, I think it was last episode, another Muppet baby seemed to read something, too. I think it was Skeeter. Skeeter was it was like the by the book episode. Oh yeah, and it seemed like Skeeter was reading something from a book. It was a Peter Pan. Yeah, these baby they say they can't read, but I think some of them can. Maybe, yeah, some of them don't want to out themselves uh, as readers. I'm gonna yeah. put this down in my own notebook. I'm just gonna write down who Ooh. can read, who can't read. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Ben has a very ex- uh, extensive notebook in front of him right now. Yeah, I'm it's, impressed. It's uncomfortable to keep in my back pocket while I drive. <laughs> yeah, but. I just want to have it ready. It's good in case something yeah. comes to me. Oh my gosh! We should compare notes. You, you guys, I'm happy to give it to you for you to scan it and yeah. go through. Oh, yeah. This is my my notebook is an open notebook. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I mean, any pages we can get mm-hmm. on that. Absolutely. We, yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, next on the episode, Piggy says it's Kermit's turn to make a wish. Kermit's not sure sure what to wish for for. So Fozzie takes the lamp and wishes he was funny and could tell jokes in the movies. Genie Animal is about to make the wish come true when Nanny finally enters. They explain that they're playing a -a make-a-wish game, and Nanny says she hopes all their wishes come true, then leaves. Very useful. (laughs) Animal grants the wish, and the babies imagine they're at a movie theater watching Fozzie. However, Fozzie's just telling jokes in front of a screen, not in the actual movie. Fozzie trips and falls into the movie, dressed as an escaped prisoner who gets chased by the police. Fozzie screams for the babies to help him as he runs. Skeeter asks, when's Fozzie going to tell his jokes? Kermit says he can't tell jokes when he's in trouble and leads the other babies into the movie to help, where they become police officers. 
Fozzie tries to escape in a trash can with wheels, and the other babies, as cops, drive up and pull Fozzie into the car. The, then the car stops on train tracks while a train is coming, and Kermit can't start the car, but Piggy karate chops the hood, and it starts. They drive away and, the, and wind up back in the nursery. Wow. Oh, man. A lot going on. This is a finale. This is a... The <laughs> season finale. They pack it in. They yeah. are pulling in all the punches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, out of all the episodes, this is the latest we've seen Nanny show up. This is like... Yeah, I had that same thought. Halfway through the episode mm-hmm. is when we first see Nanny... And Doesn't it care. was her most useless entrance yet, which is saying something because all of them have been particularly <laughs> useless. Yeah. yeah. So she's been doing Oxycontin for about 11 minutes. Yes. And then she stumbles <laughs> in. Yes. To ben, thank you. You're aware of our, of our, our fact. Our one fact. That Nanny is an Oxycontin addict. Mm-hmm. We know this to be true. Billy Merritt proved it to us. He and proved it and we believe it. We yeah. know it. Yeah. It's true. So she's making herself useless. So she can go do some more of that sweet oxy. <laughs> That's right. That's oh, right. no, it's so sad. Eileen's breaking down in tears very loudly. March those long legs over to her den. Her, 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 her oxy drug, con- drug yeah. den. Yeah. It's not just like a den where there's like a TV. No. It's a drug den. It's an actual den with drugs. Yeah. Yeah, so Nanny, nanny is, is useless here. All the babies became uh, cops in this segment. Yeah. Except for Fozzie. Except for Fozzie. Who's mm-hmm. the, yeah, so I've got to think. I mean, this is in their imagination, right? Yeah. Yeah. All of this. So it feels like Fozzie is feeling some amount of guilt for something. You know, Ooh. the fact that he's, that there's a joint fantasy that they're having where he's, you know, done something terribly wrong. Earlier on, he dropped an anchor that almost hit yeah. Skeeter in the head. It feels like he's just feeling guilt over this thing but he also feels like he he's he shouldn't be as guilty as he is he's been put up to this stunt Ooh, it's the 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 anchor thing you mean yeah 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 <laughs> um he shouldn't he's, yeah, he's feeling very guilty about that and it's interesting because skeeter in in this is the one who says when is fossey gonna tell his jokes like she wants to hear his jokes, yeah. they're not good, but she still wants to hear yeah. them. She's not she's not upset with Fozzie for No, this I anchor. think she knows that he's not really to blame. It's like when is Fozzie gonna get back to normal? Ooh, yeah. And tell his jokes. She's ready to move on and he's not. And the subtext is when is Miss Piggy going to do the time that, you know, he's Ooh. I think that's yeah. the the uh, end of her sentence that she doesn't it might have even been in the script and they cut that end of her line. Yeah. Well, by script, you mean the actual word the actual, that she said that they may have edited out yeah, of this reality show. Oh, yeah, show. That's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, mean. I assume that's what you meant, yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Just to explain a little thing about myself, uh, I refer to my own life as a script. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I sort of, I see the world as a, a giant play that God has written. <laughs> uh, so sometimes I'm, I yeah. might talk about something. As if it's a TV show. That's how I talk about my own life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that all checks and out. And you guys, yeah. by the way, Ever since I started seeing you today, you've got you've had good dialogue. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you. Uh, you're doing a good job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> let's see. Uh, 
uh, see, also in this segment, um, well, it's, oh, um, this isn't really about Skeeter or mystery, but Fozzie's escaping in that trash can with wheels is kind of how I refer to it. What is that? That's a thing that I see in like old movies where you see a trash can that can roll around. Is it like a street cleaning thing? I don't, I've never questioned what it's <laughs> called, but I know exactly, like, I saw the episode, I know exactly what we're talking about. It's like a trope. I just don't know yeah. what it's called. It's not like a regular, like, like dumpster trash can mm-hmm. that you roll around. It's like a um, tin trash can. It's like an Oscar the Grouch trash can. Yeah, one right? of those, but except with wheels with on top wheels, of it, yeah. on the bottom of yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that... There's a lot of old-timey things that, like, I know very clearly visually, and I don't know... Yeah. Like, like when you see, like, <laughs> old-timey kids, like, playing with a hoop and a <laughs> stick. I don't know, like... If there's another word besides just playing with a hoop and a stick. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it seemed like the uh, – who was marching at the beginning of this scene? I, I saw like – it looked almost like soldiers were uh, involved with this whole thing. Mm. I thought it was like a a whole uh, precinct of cops. Was it but always co- – I guess maybe I, it was marching so. cops. Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe I don't remember. Maybe the word like – maybe soldiers were brought in too to, to – Capture yeah. Fozzie. I guess oh, this is just no. a police state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen so many cops in the same place. <laughs> yeah. He's the most wanted man bear. And, uh, yeah. You know. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot for a little little baby to handle. <laughs> well, it's true. While your nanny is doing drugs mm-hmm. <laughs> in her den. Uh, yeah. Should we move on? Yeah, what happens next on the episode? All right, next on the episode, uh, Kermit's uh, still not sure what to wish for, uh, which leads to the episode song, Wishes Have a Way of Coming True. Uh, next, uh, Skeeter takes the lamp and says, Genie of the Magic Lamp, I wish for a pony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fozzie says he knows a joke about a pony, b- but before he can tell it, Genie Animal squeezes tomatoes together, splashing Fozzie and granting the wish. The babies imagine they're on a mechanical pony on roller skates in a horse race with Skeeter driving it like a car. Fozzie said he has, hasn't has told his joke yet, and, Fo- and Fozzie says he hasn't told his joke yet, and Skeeter says, okay, Fozzie. Uh, Fozzie says, uh, do you know why all ponies have sore throats? Because every pony is a little horse. Uh, the pony stops and neighs, and Fozzie says, see, the pony thinks I'm funny. Uh, then the babies get off. The pony. Hmm. This all sounds like a fever dream. It does. It's a yeah. How do we feel about that Fozzie joke? Um, I like it. I don't think it's that original. No. But it's solid. But does that is he like? I mean, he is a baby, so it's yeah, okay it's if he's it's... recycling. It's not like a Carlos Mencia kind Mm-mm. of thing. He doesn't know. Yeah, I give it like a a six point five. Um. Yeah, I. I give the joke itself probably an eight, but I give originality a two. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a, a five, if you average out my two aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben, I'll one go, to ten. I'll go right between your 6.5 and your five uh, and say uh, 5.8. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, 5.75. 5.75. Right. <laughs> right, so if you... Mostly because I just like doing math. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that makes it... When we rate the jokes on this scale of one to ten, we like to do an average score, but 
you've averaged it out for us because yours is the average. Mm-hmm. So it's making good. the average very easy. Yes. If I had said you. anything else, averaging everything would be very tough. Yeah. My calculator would have just killed itself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's true. Um, Skeeter makes a wish here. She makes a wish. Uh, she says that she's always wanted a pony. In the episode, she says that. And I didn't know that she um, was an equestrian. Yeah, I didn't know either. So we're just still learning new <laughs> things about Skeeter. I feel like there might be something more to this. It's like, what what do you sometimes use a pony for? Or a horse? Ooh. Escape. Oh. I feel like she just wants to get away as fast as she can. Oh, my goodness. From Miss Piggy? Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what that's what my notebook is filled with. Oh my god, it's a lot uh, of uh, pictures the, of horses in there. <laughs> I know. Don't. That's not. <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. That was the wrong notebook. Wait. Let oh, me. Uh, horse notebook. Yeah. Let me put my other one on the table. Okay. Oh, it's. There's. It's there so are cool. still pictures of horses. But yeah, it's just less. less. Skeeter on a horse. Yeah. These yeah. ones are less realistic looking horses. Uh, thank you. Mostly mechanical. <laughs> And on roller skates. Yeah. What's the best way to escape a robotic horse that can go super fast? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Passes driven like a car. Sounds like Skeeter just wants a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we should check out like, like Kentucky Jer- <laughs> Kentucky Derby jockeys. Yeah. Uh, like over the last thirty years, see if Skeeter went into that yeah. line of work. If there's any. Jockeys that are also capybaras. Yeah. It's hard to tell because they're like wearing like helmets. Yeah. There's a nightmarish <laughs> quality to her the her wish fantasy because if you pause while the jockeys are going by in the background, they don't have faces. Uh, <laughs> which if that's not a nightmare, I don't know what is. Yeah. It's not something to be around a baby. No. Babies like faces. We never see Nanny's face. Well, do the babies see Nanny's face? Do they? I don't. Think I think so. they can see that far up. But there's never, unlike <laughs> the these uh, jockeys, you never have a scene where you see Nanny's face and it's just a void. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That it would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also thought there was something very strange in this song. Wishes have a way of coming true. Mm-hmm. All of the Muppets are there. But not Skeeter. Not Skeeter. Why isn't she in that song? There's a part in the song where there were all these giant magic lamps lined up, and they kind of had faces, and I didn't pause it because I was lazy. <laughs> but I was like, is that Skeeter's face? I don't think it was, but the giant eyeballs looked like purple glasses. That's her way moment. of being. Yeah, it's just, it's it's like... It's strange that in a song about, about wishes having a way of coming true, that Skeeter's left out of that narrative. It's yeah. sort of in their group think they know this girl's not going to have her wishes come true. Oh, no. Well, we're even about if, to see. I mean, what were you going to say? I mean, even if she has a pony fantasy, yeah. uh, you know, Fozzie's going to overwhelm it with his joke telling agenda. Yeah. It's not really going to be her wish anymore. Yeah, he did hijack. With a. With an average 5.75 joke. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about to see another example of Skeeter being excluded and oh leading to what this whole show is about. It's true. Uh, oh, my god. we going to read this final segment? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. This is a lot for me to take. This is... well, let me just <laughs> take on. a deep breath. Yeah. Everyone take a deep breath. <sighs> Everyone um, grab 
a box of puffs. There's there's one on either side of all of us if you need the tissues. I do. Yeah. I'm just. These are really soft. I know. It's because I it's puffs. And, and, you know, maybe this is time for a word from our sponsor. Um. All right. A word from our sponsor, puffs. Puffs facial tissue for when you are about to reveal what is the biggest example of Skeeter's exclusion from the adult Muppet world, Puffs. That was very incredibly specific to what we're doing and talking about right now. I, They just give me the copy and I read it. Mm-hmm. Can I, wait, can I see the, the card they sent? Yes. Um, oh yeah, and it, they just give me the copy and I read it. It says it there too. Yeah, it says it there too. It says it there too. Yeah, it's... Yeah. All the ellipses are there for when I like take pauses where it sounds like I'm making something up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Last on the episode. I'm going to get through this. Okay. Okay. Kermit says he still doesn't know what to wish for. So Piggy says she'll make the wish for him and Kermit and says Kermit wishes that he and Piggy were married. Skeeter says Piggy already had her wish, but Piggy says it's not her wish, it's Kermit's. Animal is about to grant the wish, but Kermit stops him. Kermit says he doesn't want to waste a wish, which upsets Piggy, but Kermit explains he doesn't want to waste a wish on something that will for sure happen anyway. Then Gonzo takes the lamp and wishes for a big kiss from Piggy. Animal grants the wish, and Gonzo imagines himself next to a giant-sized Piggy who scoops him into her hand for the kiss. Gonzo is scared and says she could just blow him a kiss. Piggy agrees and blows a huge gust of wind, knocking Gonzo from her hand. Kermit says he's ready to wish now. <sighs> I'm just, I have uh, two fistfuls of puffs in my hand. <laughs> um, he takes the lamp and says, my wish is that we stay together forever and make movies and TV shows when we grow up. Animal grants the wish, and we cut to a clip from The Great Muppet Caper featuring Fozzie, Kermit, Gonzo, Rolf, Scooter, Bunsen, Beaker, Piggy, Dr. Teeth, Floyd, Zoot, Camilla, Lou Zealand, and others. At the nursery, Piggy says they won't know if that wish comes true until they're grown-ups. Kermit says he thinks his wish has a good chance of coming true, then asks us, what do you think? <laughs> Who was missing in that lineup, Mancer? <laughs> Who was missing? Skeeter. Skeeter was missing. <laughs> not in that clip. She was not in that Which clip. Which we knew, but fo- but Kermit wished for all of them, all of them to grow up and be together. Where's Skeeter? Where is she? Where is she? Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um. Where is she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I remember watching this episode as a a little child. I was a human baby myself. Yeah. And seeing the future in that clip and be like, oh, I see everyone, but wait a second, where's Skeeter? And yeah. that is what started a a, a light a whole life of of wondering where she is and if she's okay and would she be my friend. 
Yeah. I guess there's the smallest chance that New Zealand is Skeeter in oh the my future. God. I was going to say that. Oh, what? Wh- when you, wh- when wh- you look what? at them, yeah. New Zealand does look like mangled <laughs> Skeeter who's lost her mind and only throws fish now. Yeah, I was thinking, I was seriously thinking that same thing. Um, that Skeeter could be New Zealand. Oh, my gosh. I, well, if if... I mean, if New Zealand was Skeeter, then, you know, in other movies, they would end up in scenes together. Like in Muppets Take Manhattan, when, uh, you know, Scooter is working at the movie theater, the 3D movie theater, New Zealand should be around throwing fish. Not necessarily. Maybe he is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he is. New Zealand is. He is. Oh, he does work at that movie theater, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like an inseparable twin. Right, because it's like Whoa. instead of like popcorn, right? It's it's, it's, it's fish. fish. You throw them, yes. they come back to you. I, yeah, I think there's something to this. I'm taking out a, a brand new blank board, and I'm writing New Zealand in giant letters and a question mark, and then I'm circling his name. Done. Like Skeeter, Skeeter could be transgender. Mm-hmm. And which is fine. Which is fine, and discover that that New Zealand is who he really is, mm-hmm. and not not Skeeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like develops a a passion for a different kind of athletic activity, <laughs> fish throwing. <laughs> you guys have to do some voice comparisons. Yeah, um, it's so tough because Skeeter's a baby, <laughs> right? So but maybe if change. you if you deepen that voice. Yeah. Does it not sound a lot like New Zealand? I kind of think it does. Oh, my goodness. It could. This is just one. I'm just glad we have this one theory up here (laughs) on the board. Wow. Uh, I don't want to dominate with it. (laughs) No, this is... (laughs) There's something to look for because Eileen and I have talked about looking at... Having to look at, like, like adult Muppet projects to sort of compare. And I think it means we need to keep a close eye on New Zealand Mm -hmm. in these... And Muppet shows and Muppet movies, see where other things we can find there. Yeah. Because I have noticed that New Zealand, like, appears way more than anybody would think he would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't, wow. I don't know anybody who's demanding New Zealand. I think, like, you know, people don't know Statler and Waldorf's names. They certainly don't know his name. There's not a lobby for it, but he's a- always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's always there, maybe. He, I think New Zealand identifies as male. I think so. <laughs> Lou is very gender neutral. Yeah, maybe maybe New Zealand is agender. It's spelled L-E-W. Yeah. L-O-U Zealand would be definitely male, but yeah. L-E-W. Yeah, it could be an agender name. Uh, Lou Zealand, if you're out there, um, you're welcome to appear on Skaterial day or night if you want to answer any of these questions, uh, clarify if you are actually a skeeter um also like if you want to be my friend too even if you're not skeeter that's cool i think skeeter is still a part of who he is yeah well i'm just saying like if new <laughs> zealand is just oh, always been new zealand yeah it's not a uh, skeeter transitioning into <laughs> yeah his true self yeah, yeah either way either way i want to be new zealand you friend. would just you would just find out so much by yeah hanging out with Lou, i zealand. think so like there's there's only things to be gained from hanging out with lou yeah do you like fish um. Yeah, I like I like going to aquariums. Yeah, I love aquariums. And not I love, eating them. No, I don't like eating fish. I like uh, snorkeling, and I like aquariums. 
Do you and like, I like going walking through PetSmart and just seeing the animals? <laughs> do you like boomerangs? I do. If a boomerang was a fish, you'd like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds like this, you're going to be compatible. <laughs> this is great. With this, I with love Lou. new friendships. This <laughs> or Lou friendships. Whoa. Lou friendships. Um, uh, we should uh, talk real quick about oh, Gonzo. Oh, hold on. Our engineer, Robert... Uh, Clark Chan has <laughs> has pulled up a comparison shot with with New Zealand next to Skeeter. It's honestly uncanny. They are in a very I, similar pose. Oh my I god! I can't believe how much they look like each other in this picture. Their I, their eyes are identical. Yeah, their Although, eyes, they their got, mouth, the they eyes, got the same of... smile. There is a difference in that. Uh, Miss Mr. Zealand has a red clown like nose, and Skeeter. Yeah, you would put that as more of a snout. <laughs> more of a snout. You know what? That red clown like nose, I'm going to say, is just a clown the, nose. It's a clown nose. It's the worst disguise. <laughs> New <Lou> Zealand <laughs> looks exactly like if somebody put on a, a horrible black wig and a clown nose because they were trying to. And an impossible <laughs> white. What is this thing called? His. I don't know. It's a jet, puffy collar. The puffy collar. This is just a this is Skeeter in a terrible costume. Oh my god. Uh, however, uh we should mention we have seen Skeeter without her glasses before. We have. And her actual eyes are just like tiniest little things. They're uh, weird raisins. But maybe I don't know, maybe those are like glasses with, with like clear frames. Very hipster. What Lou's? Yeah, Lou's maybe, wearing like Yeah, maybe Lou like went to Warby Parker and got like the clear frame glasses. Are you guys gonna post this picture? Yeah, well, we will definitely uh, tweet this picture out. <laughs> this is it's, big news. It's... Oh, and now uh, <laughs> our engineer Robert Clark Chan has pulled up a picture of um, disguise those classic disguise glasses, Groucho glasses, Groucho glasses, and. Oh my God! I mean, thank yeah. you, <laughs> thank you, Robert. Robert lets us use his home and cleans up my tears, <laughs> which are just puddles beneath us, but also gives us great evidence like this. Uh, just r- real quick, I mean, this is like the biggest news of this episode, but uh, we just just want to cover. We had the Gonzo wish yeah. here, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just more him being creepy with Piggy, um, wishing for a kiss. Um, I don't know if we need to cover this more, but just I mean, I think it's happening. weird that she, like, in everybody's joint imagination, she's a giant monster. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Kind just of the telling. general perspective of Piggy. This is how people view her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A, it's a very scary fantasy. Yeah. Again, I was very scared. There's no, you know, faceless jockeys, but she is gargantuan. Could Skeeter have been so afraid of Piggy that she, like, I'm going to pretend to be someone else, still be in the Muppet world, but I don't want Piggy to know I'm around because I want to face her wrath, so I'm going to put on this clown nose and take on a different (laughs) persona as Lou Zealand, still hang out with my brother, but not have to deal with Piggy, because Lou Zealand's kind of, like, harmless and... yeah. The way you spelled that out just now sounded so much like the truth to me. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. I feel like you nailed it. Uh, again, like we, we obviously look, we don't we know need, this is definitely true. We need but more it sounds evidence. So true, yeah. it's like it's big I mean, to me. Yeah, I think just in the future, as we look for more clues, I think looking from this perspective 
helps tremendously. Now let's go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I can't stop looking at this picture. <laughs> it's like it's the smile. The smile is so similar. Yeah. Lou Zealand and Skeeter. Oh my God. Just big smiles on both of them. Because they radiate joy. <laughs> the way they hold their hands, their arms <laughs> all a flail. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, look at the this the little <laughs> look at the little frill in Skeeter's uh neck. In her shirt. Yeah, she's got like, frill if you, in if, her shirt. If that was white, and I wonder if in any, in any episodes it is white, you know, the frills on her shoes are white. I don't yeah. think Many other characters have those frills. No, that's like her. That's but her style. That's her style. That's that New Zealand style. New <laughs> Zealand, maybe. It's gonna. It, you know, I hope if I, maybe somebody on Twitter would be kind enough to color uh, <laughs> uh, Skeeter's this little frill white. Yeah. Uh, make her hair black, and I'd be really interested to see what that picture would look like. Yeah. Listeners, please. This is. This is the most important <laughs> call to action that we have given you yet. It's also possibly the only call of action we've given them. Possibly. So if you care about Skeeter as much as, as any in any capacity similar to me, then you will do this. Also, I'll be your friend. Yeah. Guys, a lot of this... I just want some more friends, I guess, yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yes. I have friends. I just want more. More. <laughs> have we talked about where Miss Piggy is in the... Like fantasy where they're grown up. She's in jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's strange, isn't it? Um. Yeah. I mean, it it is like I think you have to look at these those clips as in context of the Great Muppet Caper, mm-hmm. which is a work of fiction, unlike Muppet Babies, <laughs> which, which is, is a, a work of fact. <laughs> do we do we look at them that way? I mean, are is it like in their imagination they're just playing a clip from the Great Muppet <laughs> Caper, or is this are we to take these movies as more like uh, this is what they're imagining the future to be, and it just happens to to be <laughs> the real clip that they have in the future. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's. I mean, it is amazing that Kermit was able to. Maybe just Kermit remembered this imagine imaginary scenario, and when they made Grey Bumper Caper, he's like, "Oh, I've got that scene already ready to go." Yes, <laughs> we'll have to doctor this whole movie around these specifics. Yeah, of, of Fozzie Bear listing a bunch of. Items they need mm-hmm. to rescue Piggy from jail and Piggy being in jail. Yeah. And no Skeeter. No Skeeter, unless, yeah. unless, unless it's Lou Zealand. Unless it's Lou Zealand. Once, which again, it, once it, again. Which is like, which is a strong possibility. It is. Uh, again, Mr. Have, Zealand, yeah. if you are out there, I have so many questions for you. And not all of them involve my friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Well... Wow. Well, um, and this is the episode we've done that has given us the most hope out of any. Yeah, we we haven't cracked it for sure, but I am the most optimistic I've ever been. Me too. Wow. I, I'm. Uh, I have goosebumps. <laughs> I'm leaving my notebook with you guys, Thank you so, so much. you can go through it if you want. <laughs> oh, will you leave on both notebooks, the Muppet notebook and the horse notebook? Uh, I want to say yes, but unfortunately, I can't leave the horse notebook. <laughs> Uh, that one's very personal. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a marriage to uphold. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and um, I'm going to – oh, and to anybody uh, listening to this who knows me, please don't share this episode with Madeline or let her know that I came on this show. 
uh, or that this horse notebook exists. <laughs> Mal and my wife. Oh, oh, that's a secret. It's yeah. A big, well, yeah. your secret's safe with me. She Thank might. I. I think. I mean, we've had Madeline on our show. Mm-hmm. I assume that she just checks the uh, out new episodes every week and and sees who's on there. So this might be. This, yeah. this might, might be out. the time when I have to get a pony, turn it into a robot pony, <laughs> yeah. and skip town. It's yeah. weird because one of the deleted uh, scenes from our episode with Madeline, she was like, you know, I'm just really glad that my husband doesn't have an, a horse notebook. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> said that. Yeah, she said yeah. that very specifically. Uh, out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, we were like, what? We were talking about <laughs> you, Muppets. You know what? I uh, This is not my horse notebook. This is somebody oh, else's horse notebook. That's weird okay. because uh, uh, the cover <laughs> says uh, uh, Ben's horse notebook. So I have so many friends named Ben. Oh, okay. Oh. It's Ben. Uh, Ben Axelrad, uh, oh. the host of the podcast Definitely Dying, oh, who yeah. he co-hosts with Madeline. This is actually his horse notebook. So. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, Weird because there's – I'm looking through it, and uh, there's a portrait of yourself <laughs> drawing a horse in it, and it says self-portrait. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Robert, can we cut this part? Oh, uh, he's shrugging. Uh, uh, I mean, Eileen um, and I edit it. Yeah, we Robert okay. records what we edit. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> Have mercy on me. Well, okay, well. If you care about me, even a modicum, don't include this part. All right, well. No, we'll see. We'll see. If, all right, you know what? We will do it, although if it happens to be on here when this airs, it'll be, that'll be an error. So, listeners, if you hear this, this is an error, but our intention is to cut it. Listeners, if you hear this, uh, don't tell Madeline. Yeah. I won't tell her. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, it was a very anatomically correct picture of a horse that you drew. <laughs> if I did, if if hypothetically I did draw it, is it a good drawing? And are you impressed with my drawing ability? It's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, thank you. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Thank you is what the person who drew it would say. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> I have a lot of emotions. Uh, ben, is there anything that you want to uh, plug or promote before we say goodbye today? Um, I, my, my, I'm on Twitter at Benjamin Green. Uh, I feel like if I got more followers, maybe I would tweet sometimes. <laughs> uh, I would love more followers. Um, and uh, I'll <laughs> plug Madeline's podcast, Definitely Dying. Uh, it's a really good podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh She's she's great on it. <laughs> so is Ben Axelrod. <laughs> who draws that horse? Who, had who may or may not have a horse, horse book. notebook. Yeah, horse we're book. leaning towards that he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm not convinced. Uh, you can follow Skaterial on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we're at Skaterial which is our name, <laughs> with an at sign in front of it. Um, and don't forget to uh, uh, rate, review, and subscribe, subscribe to us on iTunes. It helps us bump up the charts and makes us more visible. Um, and if Lou Zealand or Skeeter, or <laughs> if they're the same person, Lou Zealand is um, going through iTunes and looking what's popular, a, ra- a rating would really help us be visible. And also just, you know, we want attention. We work hard on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it takes two minutes. Um, 
you can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at I underscore lean. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Mansur Matt. Mm-hmm. And with that... I guess there's only one thing left we can do. We go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Boardwalk Audio Podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.